Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got a full slate of NHL games. We've got our NHL Locked On hosts here to recap everything. We're going to start in Boston for last night's biggest game. The biggest game. Thursday night's game between the Boston Bruins and the Lightning had playoff implications and Locked On Bruins said it felt like a playoff game out there as Boston took down Tampa in the third period. There were some serious playoff vibes at TD Garden on Thursday night as the Boston Bruins defeated Tampa Bay in regulation to overtake the Lightning in the Atlantic Division standings. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and it was David Pasternak who scored all three goals for the Boston Bruins, giving them a 3-2 regulation win over Tampa, uh, now tied for second in points in the Atlantic, bumping Tampa Bay down to a wild card spot. It's been an incredible run for the Bruins here in 2022, and David Pasternak has been a huge spark plug to that. Eric Halla recorded his first three assist a game for the Boston Bruins and Hampus Lindholm impressed in his debut after being acquired prior to the trade deadline. Uh, Jeremy Swayman also not as tested as Andre Vasilevsky at the other end of the ice but he stood tall when it mattered and the Bruins got a huge two points here Thursday against the Lightning. Uh, subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. The Dallas Stars have to feel good about their trade deadline deals after their newly acquired goalie stood on his head last night, leading Dallas to a win over the Hurricanes on the road. Our Locked On Stars host reviews the big night in net for Scott Wedgwood. The Dallas Stars got the victory in Carolina against the Hurricanes, and they were led by an unexpected hero in Scott Wedgwood. Hey, everyone. Dane Lewis here with the Locked On Stars podcast coming to you after the Dallas Stars Four to three shootout win over the Carolina Hurricanes on the road. And like I said, Scott Wedgwood, the newly acquired netminder that the Stars got at the trade deadline from Arizona, came through in a massive way. 44 saves on 47 shots. That's one save shy of his career high of uh, 45, which ironically he notched in his last game with the Coyotes back on March 19th. And he came into this game locked in and ready to go from the puck drop from the first puck drop we knew uh that we were in for a special night with some of the crazy acrobatic saves that wedgwood was making and it was like that all night long to only surrender three goals after 47 shots from one of the best teams if not the best team in the national hockey league in the carolina hurricanes i mean jim dill and company have outdone themselves i mean i liked this trade fine whenever the stars made the pickup i didn't think it hurt the team in any way especially with brayden holtby going on ltir I thought, oh, this is a guy that can maybe come in every now and then and back up Jake Ottinger and put in some good minutes. But, oh, my goodness, we have a guy that, at least based on one game in a Stars uniform, is on the same level as Jake Ottinger. I mean, if, if both of these guys can play the way that we saw with Wedgwood tonight and what we've seen from Ottinger since the All-Star break, I mean, this is going to be a difficult Stars team to beat down the stretch of the regular season and into the postseason as well. What I mean, it's just absolutely insane. Uh, one of, if not the best Dallas Stars debut that we've ever seen uh, in the history of the franchise. And Rupe Hints, not to be outdone, had himself a heck of a night as well, scoring two goals, helping the Stars force overtime, and then eventually the Stars do win 
in the shootout. Wedgwood uh, stopping every single shot on the Carolina Hurricanes shootout as well. But we're going to talk about this game in its entirety on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at. We will see you there. While Wedgwood was a brick wall for the Stars, the Hurricanes still aren't happy that they didn't get more shots on net. Our Locked On Hurricanes host goes over one Carolina fans are probably thinking never should have gotten to a shootout. Tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes lost in a shootout to the Dallas Stars. This was the second game that in just under a week that the Carolina Hurricanes have more than doubled the shots against their opponents. It happened against the New York Rangers, and it happened tonight. Nino Niederreiter was an absolute stud for the Hurricanes, though, scoring two goals. Vincent Trocek scored another, but Wedgwood was an absolute brick wall for the Dallas Stars. A big reason why they won this game. This game could have been much, much different, but one thing that I feel hurt the Hurricanes is they got a little bit too comfortable whenever they get a lead. Dallas came right back. Don't look now, but the New York Islanders are on a bit of a hot streak. Our Locked On Islanders host is just happy to see that the team is showing it has good hockey in it as New York picked up another win last night. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders down the Red Wings 5-2 at the UBS Arena. This team is actually playing good hockey lately. 7-1-1 one one in their last nine games. And while it's too late for them to make the playoffs this year, barring a complete breakdown of another team, it's encouraging to see this team playing better hockey. This is a, a classic way for the Islanders to win. They scored early, had a 2-0 lead within the first few minutes of the game, and then just clamped it down. Detroit had a lot of shots on goal, but very, very few quality scoring chances. And the Islanders didn't have a lot of shots on goal, but took advantage of their chances. Great game for Brock Nelson. Great game for Matthew Barzal, who wasn't just skating with the puck, but was skating with a purpose and set up a couple of goals. And Ilya Sorokin continues to play well. Overall, the Islanders hitting on all cylinders, and that is a good sign. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Red Wings lost despite some big advantages when you look at the box score. Locked On Red Wings tells you the story beyond the numbers and how Detroit let this one get past them. Well, as it turns out, you can't let a goal in the first nine seconds and expect to win as the Red Wings lose the season finale against the New York Islanders 5-2 to two tonight. And it was a tale of two different games, really. The Red Wings heavily outshot the New York Islanders, had an expected goals for of 2.72, while the Islanders only had an expected goals of 2.02. So really bizarre. I guess really what it comes down to is the Islanders took advantage of their scoring chances, taking advantage of the Detroit Red Wings' poor defense. Phil Peronick out there for, I think, three of the first three goals the Islanders had in very similar situations. Guy breaking down the wing. Everyone watching him. Phil Peronick just letting the guy go by him. Pass back to the high slot. The high guy, that late man in, shoots, scores. Uh, Nanelkovich ended up having to come in in the third period to relieve Thomas Grice. Uh, not so much for performance. I think it was for injury. I, Thomas Grice, I don't give him any of the blame in this loss just because of the fact that his defense, not just the defense, but the entire team playing defensively, just was puck watching that entire game. So the Islanders took advantage of the few scoring chances they did have. Red Wings peppered Sorokin, but just couldn't find it in the back of the net. Scotty and I are going to talk about the whole thing today on Lockdown Red Wings. 
coming up. The Philadelphia Flyers won for the first time on the road this season. This is Locked On Now NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the perfect place for all of your online gambling needs, especially this time of year. The NBA playoffs are around the corner, and now we're in the middle of March Madness and all those crazy Sweet 16 matchups, whether it's props or odds, whatever you want to bet on, this is the place to do it. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Now let's continue to look at how the teams around the league fared on Thursday night. Let's go around the league. Took nearly three months, but the Philadelphia Flyers finally have a road win in 2022. Locked On Flyers tells us how they got it and what took so long for Philly. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with your quick post-game reaction to the Flyers' 5-2 win over the St. Louis Blues. It was their first road win in 2022. They ended that road winless streak at 13 games. Flyers got off to a great start in this one. They pretty much dominated the Blues in the first period. They held them to only four shots. Blues did work their way back into it, getting within one twice during this game. I think the main thing that allowed the Blues to get back into it in the middle was special teams. The power play for the Flyers was 0 for 4 in this one, and the Blues were able to break through to keep the game close while the Flyers were shorthanded. The other thing was the play of Martin Jones. He was pretty spectacular for most of the game, but unfortunately he made one critical error, which led to another St. Louis Blues goal. But as the game progressed and the Blues tried to power their way back into it, the Flyers dug in and there was a great pass from Kevin Hayes to Hayden Hodgson for his very first NHL goal in his first NHL game. So that was great to see. But the star of the game was Travis Konechny. He seemed to be skating harder and creating more lanes for himself this game. And I think he really just wants to be on the scoreboard. Got two in this one, which was really amazing to see. For more on this game and the Flyers all year long, tune in to the Lockdown Flyers podcast. The Wild and the Canucks battled it out in a dogfight all the way through overtime yesterday where a Minnesota veteran put the game winner in the net for the win. Locked on Wild goes over how Minnesota clawed its way to a home victory. A little grit, a little grief, a little OT win for the Wild. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast recapping a 3-2 overtime winner for the Minnesota Wild against Bruce Boudreaux and the Vancouver Canucks. The Wild fell behind early on, won nothing, but got the equalizer goal from Kirill Kaprizov. They then took the lead on Kevin Fiala's goal, and uh, we played to a 2-1 to score through two periods. The Canucks get a power play goal in the third, and on to OT we go, where the Minnesota Wilds get a breakaway opportunity from Jewel eriksson and he shoots, he scores. The Wilds pick up another win at home. Some things to uh, point out from the win. We saw Nick Delorier in his debut in the Wilds' previous game continue to keep that energy and intensity on the ice, throwing bodies all over the rink tonight. And uh, Jacob Middleton 
doing the same as he got into his first action with the Minnesota Wild. Cam Talbot continues his strong stretch of play. He is now unbeaten in seven consecutive starts. And for this Wild team, they continue to find ways to get it done. And in what looked like a playoff preview with tons of physicality throughout the course of the game, the Wilds end up getting the upper hand. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Hockey coaches are always talking about the importance of special teams, and they'll be able to point to last night's shark scheme the next time they need to prove it. San Jose gave up power play goals while not executing on their own chances and ended up with a loss. Locked on Sharks has your recap. The Sharks special teams come up very not special. I'm J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks, and the Sharks go up two power play goals and are able, unable to convert on two power play opportunities as they lose 5-2 to two to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the big, Actually, the big story about this game was Logan Couture, uh, Captain Logan Couture, leaving the game early. He took a puck uh, to the back and looks like he might have hurt his ribs. Uh, he left the game, and that really put the Sharks in a bind. Uh, Kapokakinen looked uh, really solid in his first debut with the Sharks. Uh, but again, the special teams uh, with a bunch of new faces just continue to let down the Sharks. So we'll have a full breakdown of uh, Kapokakinen's night, uh, Logan Couture's injury, and just how special Timo Meyer and Tomas Hurdle continue to be on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. That's it for today's edition of Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.